Hello! Welcome to Let's Get Twy Hearted. Twy Harder. New Moon. Footnote for Chapter 2. Um... <laughs> this is the second of these footnote episodes. Uh, I imagine it'll be a couple chapters until they really find, uh... Exactly the format I want to go with for these. Um... As you know, I record them often in my free time, which tends to most often be in the car on my way to or from work, so you will hear road noises and whatnot. Um, Also, you can skip these episodes. These don't have anything to do with the plot. They are just basically me talking, musing upon Twilight. Um, Sometimes about the most recent chapter... Probably often not. <laughs> so, this will just be me sort of chit-chatting with you, the audience, about some things in my mind in relation to Twilight. Let's talk about sex and undeath. Vampirism is used as a fairly thinly veiled metaphor, analogy, um, I'm not an English major, I think metaphor, for sex. Um, pretty specifically virginity, the, uh, first sex, and, uh, it, let's see, I did take a few notes. Let's see if hit some bullet hit some of my bullet points here. All right. <clears throat> there are some things about because I I get it I get it. You know you've gotta it's a, it's a big step. It's, you know, it's taking the relationship to the next level. That's, these are all things that it's laying on Bella becoming a vampire. And uh, the Stephanie Myers even, air quotes, mixing it up a bit, although not really, where it's Edward that's withholding this thing, this, thing, this, this next stage in their relationship. And so, oh, man, it's the guy that won't give it up. Whoa crazy. Bella's such a feminist icon. Um, But then, like, now, listeners, if you've listened to me in other podcasts, you know that I, uh, I'm very sex positive and I don't quite subscribe to the wait until marriage for sex and all, all that. So you'll pretty much know where I'm coming from here. Where the implication... Because we we find out later in the series, and I know this because of the movies and not because of the books, that Edward will give her what she wants, give her that sweet, sweet vampirism, if and only if she marries him. So it is, I mean, it is a cut and dry 
save it for marriage message. Like, barely veiled metaphor, just, all right, ladies, you want this, you know you want this, but you gotta save it, you gotta keep it on lock until you're married, then you can, then you can do it. But, there's also a lot of just poor, like, the metaphor just breaks down after you look just even slightly past that. Because one of the one of the reasons that Bella wants to become a vampire is for sex, is because she wants to have sex with Edward. She wants to have a physical relationship without him freaking out that he's gonna murder her. And so let's jeez, how to even break that down? There's a a message of danger about sex that this vampirism slash sex is super dangerous and is a huge risk. And while uneducated, unprotected, sex can be a gigantic risk, especially early in life, which this book is targeted towards pre or mid to late teens it's not something that should be feared it is not something that should be considered life threatening even though there yes there are life threatening uh, STIs out there it's it is in the books and we basically I'm looking as vampirism is synonymous to sex in these in four the purposes of this conversation. <clears throat> but in the books, Edward has explicitly told her if they were to have sex as with Bella as a human, he would more than likely fuck her to death. He would break her pelvis you know the old how did Lois Lane die joke you know it's just so it, it is implied without this this vampirism they can't become closer they can't take their relationship to a physical level but they also need to wait until marriage to do so it's so they can barely do anything but kind of lightly cuddle and smooch. And I'm not talking make out, I'm talking like a smooch, like a peck. And that's it. And so that message gets a way uptight if you look at it that way. It's like, wow, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, in like, even some of the most wholesome Christian mothers are gonna let their kids fucking like spoon, you know, they're, they, they're only human, and so there's that, there's just this weird, like, super uptight, yeah, you want this, we all know you want this, but it is so dangerous, so dangerous, girls, you gotta be careful, and as, as I'm progressing, the metaphor is getting even more muddled, as we saw in the last chapter, 
Um, this is where this footnote actually ties into the chapter it's uh, named after. Um, when I, I call it out in chapter two, uh, in the, the episodes, chapter, whatever I've decided to call it currently, um, that the metaphor really, really breaks down or gets horrifying when Carlisle starts talking about give, like, making someone a vampire almost against their will, like, there was, there was no consent, um, when Carlisle turned Edward into a vampire, um, Edward was 17, he was in a coma, and an older man took him away and did this thing to him. Like, I, I, I'm not even needing to exaggerate to make this sound a, kind of horrifying. Um, and like, oh, it's okay, his mom told Carlisle to do whatever it took to save him. I, it's, like, the vampirism as sex is so, it, it's so thinly veiled in Bella and Edward's relationship, but the the minute you apply it to the Cullens at large, it starts getting really fucking weird. Because, to my knowledge, as far as the uh, origin stories we've gotten so far, Edward didn't give consent. Um, I don't think Esme did either. She was dying, or maybe she did. I'm not sure. But it's also this thing that can... And then it's also this thing that can save someone. So, sex is super dangerous and needs to be waited for marriage, but it can save someone from the end of their existence. Excuse me, I have a cold. I apologize for the sniffling. So, it's really confusing and not... Not good. I mean, we've said this before. It's not. They're not good books. They aren't. They. They just are not. So, all right, we've got that. We've got vampirism is sex, but you need vampirism to have sex. So you need sex to have better sex. And Carlisle had sex. With an unconscious N-word? Like, it's, it's, I mean, and granted, I don't know if Stephanie set out to use vampirism as a metaphor for sex, but it's definitely, it, it feels that way for most of the book, but then it just, it really falls apart in, in small pieces. And, uh, here's... Here's my my last point, and that's something that, that comes up in the tail end of the chapter two, where they posit that vampirism may cause you to lose your soul. So sex, but they don't know. They don't know. Edward thinks you lose your soul if you have if you have vampirism with each other. 
Carlisle doesn't. And most of the other vampires think that their souls are gone also. So... The message is that sex is so dangerous, you could lose your soul if you have it. We don't know that, but it's so such a risk. Why would you do that? And what is it that Carlisle says? If you thought that it would cause Edward to lose his soul, would you do it to him? So the message is, if there's a possibility that having sex could cause both of you to, or cause, because it seems to be doing to the person, because you can't, so, if you think that there is even a possibility that having sex will cause your partner to lose your soul, their soul, you can't possibly morally do that. That is the message that's kind of being sent. Like, that's really backward and dangerous in my mind. And, I mean, there may be people listening that agree with this message, and you and I, friend, don't agree. Um, because sex is great, and but besides that, it's something that can, you know, bring people together. Beside the whole sex as sex, it feels great, it's something humans do for fun. That, I mean, there's that, and that's where I kind of lie. But if I want to dial my, you know, debauchery down a few notches, sex can is also just something that can really take a relationship to a next level, and it isn't something that should be considered lightly. But throwing, like, potential loss of life, limb, and soul into the decision to have sex, and the fact that after sex, you are a completely different being. Granted, now you have you can run as fast as a car and have super strength and stuff. So, I mean... Eh. I've had sex before. Uh, it, I know, guys. I know. Big surprise. I've had sex before. I still have not gotten my ability to run 100 miles an hour. <laughs> so, it's like... This it's this really confusing sex is this great transformative thing that you know you turn into this monster this this beautiful stunning monster but you lose your soul and if you try to have sex like if you try to have sex before you're a vampire so before you've had sex so kind of the virginity if you lose your virginity losing your virginity has potential to get you get potential to get fucked to death and lose your soul Uh, it's not a, a healthy message in my mind. And, uh, uh, 
and it's all made feminist, I'm using finger quotes, by Edward Withholding. He's all the, the, the porcelain god, the, the, or marble god, the Greek god, and the god with the bod, and, but no, you can't touch this. Nah, you can't touch this, girl. Nah. Not till we're married, girl. I don't want to take your soul before we're married, girl. Because that's where these, these, this metaphor really kind of falls apart because the whole wait, wait till you're married thing kind of, kind of loses its impact when there is still, oh, your soul may be gone forever even if you're married. Like... And I know I'm putting way too much thought into these awful books, but that has kind of been where I'm at with uh, the, the sexual messages of Twilight, and I am positive that that's going to come up a lot in these footnotes as uh, new developments appear in the books and whatnot. But I do think I hit all the points I wanted to, and... Um, I don't know if I made any points, but I feel as though I have explored and analyzed, at least partially, the sexual message of uh, Let's Get Twi-Hard, or Twilight via the voice of Let's Get Twi-Hearted, Twi-Harder, New Moon. <laughs> I look forward uh, to listening to Chapter 3 and recording it. Uh, in the end of January to have it up for you guys in February of 2014. Uh, this has been your host, Jeff Kunkel, with Let's Get Twi-Hearted, Twi-Harder, New Moon, Chapter 2, Footnote, Let's Talk About Sex and Undeath.